that was the tattoo on Titus's head, right? Yeah. But, like, why does she have the tattoo? Is it so that she could look at it? Because, if so, Titus made a mistake at his <laughs> tattoo placement choices. <laughs> And welcome to our The 100 Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray, and I am a 27-year-old writer in Vancouver, BC. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. In a teen.com quiz of which The 100 character is supposed to be my bae, I got Jasper Jordan? Okay. <laughs> and my name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old film student from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas. I run at the 100 script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And the character from the 100 that is supposed to be my bae, according to teen.com, is Monty Green. Which you're not happy about at all. Shout out to teen.com. They understand me on a personal level. But also jaunty double date then, obviously. Exactly. And today we have words to say about episode 408 of the 100 God Complex. All right, we're going to start out with um, all the stuff that happens with Bellamy and Jasper. What, you mean their weird little road trip? I love it. (laughs) Okay, so we learned that 18 people died and like that doesn't sound plausible just because zero people died in the giant explosion. 18 people died of rain. But zero people died of fire. Okay. Water wins again. (laughs) So among the people that Mm. died are Aaron, Samuel, and Lewis. So it really seems like they're just doing like three people at a time. Is that what's happening? I guess. So they're having like six funerals in a day. That's a lot of funerals. Nyla must be really busy all day. Where's Mark and Peter at? Like, have they, are they gone? Have they already, like, I don't know. I'm, I have questions. Okay, but the, I got completely pulled out of the scene because he was like, Aaron Samuel. And I'm like, oh my God, Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls died? <laughs> no, that sucks. That's so sad. Oh my God. Is it October 3rd? <laughs> On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October, it's October 3rd. 3rd. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Jasper's wearing his Earth Day 2052 shirt. Mm-hmm. And that brings me many joys. Someone pointed out on Twitter something really hilarious, mm-hmm. which is that that shirt should probably have a big old stab wound in the middle of it. Because <laughs> he got stabbed in it. Oh no! So. Oh no! Maybe he had a couple. All right, let's move past that one, I guess. Okay, <laughs> I really, really, really love this scene. Because he's like, I'm leaving. And he's like, do you have a chem tent? And he's like, no. Do you have a chem tent? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I have a chem tent. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for you. Okay. Why was Bellamy just standing around wearing a backpack? Because <laughs> Bellamy just needs to be like the most prepared at all times. He's such a boy scout. Like he, and then like later he's still wearing his backpack and he's like at a party wearing a backpack. <laughs> And I'm like, buddy, where's the, like, party pet that you have to, like, pet? Because that's, like, the only other thing that could make you more awkward. Right? Like, where's the Arcadian dog? Yeah. Man. Um, but, like, another thing that I really liked about that was that it, it felt really real. Because, like, 
Bellamy is sometimes the type of character to just be like really serious about things. And so, um, I don't know if I'm explaining this pr properly, but Jasper goes, do you have a chem tent? And like, you expect Bellamy to be like, yes, I have a chem tent. Mm -hmm. But instead he goes, do you have a chem tent? And Bellamy just goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just like felt really real to me for some reason. I like laughed out loud. <laughs> I don't know. What a rando thing to laugh at. I don't know. I thought it was really funny. He just goes, yeah. And I'm like, he's a real dude. Season one, Bellamy looks at season four, Bellamy, and he's like, who even are you? Who wears a backpack? <laughs> I do have a question about this scene, though. Mm -hmm. Um, At the end, while they're walking away, it starts to rain. But it's good rain. It's been It's raining the entire time over the scene. But, like... So only sometimes rain is bad? Yeah. So they can collect this rain to drink? I mean, you'd think so. Okay. No one seems to be doing that, though. I had that exact same thought. I was like, okay, so if there's no bad rain sometimes, collect the rain. Yeah, like, have, I, have they already had the, like, freak out where they're like, it's about to rain. Let's all go inside. And then they're like, it's all good. No one died. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think that's trying to accommodate that good old BC rain. Yeah. Be like, hey, we need to shoot outside today. It's raining. Okay, well, sometimes the rain's bad, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. Next time we see them, they're like doing a trek. And Jasper thinks this is like a whole joke. Mm -hmm. And... He says that he's trying to help Bellamy. And, like, it felt really genuine, and I liked that. Yeah, he... Like, Jasper's at the point where, like, he's completely given up, so he's like, well, let's all just have a whole bunch of fun. Bellamy, you should relax a little bit more. Yeah. He says things like, the clock is ticking, they're on borrowed time, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was hoping you would talk a little bit more about Jasper's perspective and how people are reacting to that. I am deeply upset by the way, people have been reacting to Jasper, uh, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of this has been, why isn't he just going to die? Why isn't he dead? He sucks, all of this stuff. And I'm like, I don't think people understand the gravity of what Jasper, where Jasper is as a person and where his head is at because he's he's about to hit a wall, right? And I think it's pretty clear that he's not coming back, right? Like, mm-hmm. Jasper's going to die. Yeah. And so he he's on a one-way, like, road right now, and it's because he is so depressed. And he's reached the point where he doesn't really feel anything, so he's just kind of... It's sort of like the antithesis of Octavia, where Octavia felt nothing, so she was looking to feel something, but Jasper feels nothing, and he's glad. Right. Like, because it allows him to accept death as an old friend, as opposed to fighting it tooth and nail. Like, you know, the timeline's apparently been shortened to 10 days now. Interesting Deathly Hallows reference. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would like that. <laughs> so, I think no one's giving Jasper sort of the respect that he needs, considering he's about to die. Right. And he's willingly about to die. And it's just, it's really disturbing to me, because I it makes me wonder, like, as a society, have we really improved at all on our view of mental health? Mm -hmm. Fatalism is a really scary thing, and I think people don't understand how to process other people uh, 
not being afraid of death. And so I think they mostly just lash out as someone is being annoying. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a larger problem in society that other people just don't understand, like, bad mental health, basically. So. Right. I don't know. It, it's, deeply, it's deeply upsetting. He says something like, no matter how much you punish yourself, you're not going to change anything and you're not going to bring anyone back. And I think that was, like, as much for Bellamy as it was for Jasper. Like, mm-hmm. it really feels like Jasper has finally been, like, Maya was a thing and now Maya is gone and that's just how it has to be. Yeah, I think so, too. He accepted the fact that he can't bring her back. Yeah, like, Maya was his arc for, like, a whole season and mm-hmm. a half, maybe. And Well, Maya's death. Like, Maya was a season, and then Maya's death and him working towards that was a thing. And then he says, whatever the hell we want, which is iconic, iconic to, like, what, the pilot, I think? Yeah. Or, like, the, or, like, Earth skills or something. Pilot, and then... After he brings up the Joby nuts and everything, he says, whatever the hell you want. Which is, like, literally what Bellamy said to Wells after Wells was like, we should collect this. There's a lot of throwbacks going on here, but Bellamy's like, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) Bellamy's like, last time I did that, it was not good. He had a bad trip. (laughs) Yeah, it was not good. (laughs) Again, like, season one Bellamy would be like, dude... What happened to you? Um, let's talk about the party now. Uh, Arcadia Rave, Arcravia. Arcravia. Yes. I came up with that on the spot, too. Ravecadia? Ravecadia, I like that. Arcrave... What, what was yours? Arcravia. Arcravia. I like them both. Alright, well then there we shall use both. Great. Okay. So there's a party, um, bartender Nyla, she... <laughs> She mentions that the nuts are powerful medicine. So it's nice that they're, like, not just used to go on crazy trips. Yeah, they actually have a medicinal purpose. And so she's going to make it into a tea. Which kind of makes me wonder if Abby actually had Joby nuts stored in medical and just no one thought to look. Yeah. I love how Nyla's just like, this has powerful medicine, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I still really don't think you should do that. She's just like, okay, well, sounds great. This is how you could best enjoy it. Listen, Nyla definitely has, like, made her share of pot brownies. Mm, That sounds like her. (laughs) Sorry, once again, are we talking about Nyla or Jess Harmon? Okay, so Brie. Maybe I'm, like, the worst minor character rememberer ever, but, like, I didn't think she ever had a name. Uh, Otherwise, I would have remembered her. Okay. First of all, shocked that you didn't remember her. She didn't, I didn't know her name. If I knew her name, I remember people with names. All right. Well, that's fair. I didn't remember her. But elephant in the room, the uh, heavy handed symbolism of her looking exactly like Clark. Yep. Down to the pompadour on her head that they pulled back. I was like, okay, well, this isn't something I can exactly ignore because, uh, wow, that's obvious. I saw her and I was just like, what's with other Clark? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Okay, I have a thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, Bellamy says, I don't dance. And I have two points regarding the fact that he says, I don't dance. Okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Point number one. Do you know what I don't dance is? What? No. It's a song. Okay. And it's from High School Musical Oh, too. no! <laughs> Why does it always come back to High School Musical? 
I don't think they're doing it on purpose. There's just like a High School Musical reference for everything. In every episode. Yeah. Season four is technically the High School Musical like season, I guess. Exactly. That someone in that writer's room is just like, let's put we're all in this together. And mm-hmm. I don't dance. And I mean, what's next? You are the music in me. I'm going to be deeply upset if you're right about one of these things. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay. My second point about I don't dance comes from my mother. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why Bellamy doesn't dance is because last time Bellamy was at a dance. Oh! That Jasper was at. Oct- bad things happened. Okay. Wow. All the way back to before season one. Yep. Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't think about that, but that would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. But I feel like Bob is probably, like, a charmingly awkward dancer. Oh, yes. Of course. Definitely. <laughs> like, I definitely want to see Bellamy dance, because I feel like he'd be, like, a little turtle. Yep, yep. <laughs> With a stupid backpack. I want to take, like, a pole, and this pole <laughs> is just for me and you, I guess. Uh-huh. There's, like, some divide over whether people think that he actually did go sleep with her or if they just chilled at the party. What I don't are think he thoughts? slept with her. What do you think? I don't think he slept with her. I don't think so either. We would have had way more, like... Yeah, and also, I don't think it matters. I think it's left ambiguous for a reason. Because yeah. that's not what's important about the scene. It's that he is going to hang out with them and is letting go a little bit. Yeah, he's taking a break from all his worries. But, no, I don't think they slept together. I mean, if they did, like, good for Bellamy. Yeah. And good for and good for Brie, T. Yeah, Like, proud of her. Shout out. <laughs> um, but if they didn't, it's just, you know, Bellamy got to have a little bit of a break before the world ends, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the rave is a nice stark contrast to everything else going on in this episode. Yeah. What would you guys do today? Oh, we had a rave at Arcadia. Okay, cool. We killed a guy. <laughs> That's definitely how Bellamy and Clark's radio conversation went. 100%. Yeah. Clark was like, cool. I'm a nightblood now, by the way. If you were here, you would have stopped me. <laughs> That's not fair. It's true, though. <laughs> true. Okay, are you ready to move on to the second Dawn stuff? Yeah. Cool. So the first thing that we see is that... Okay, Harper and Nyla. Okay, so... Hmm. Night Narper? Narper Harla. Oh, I like Harla. Someone come up with this. Niper. Niper Harla. I like Harla. Niper sounds like diaper. I I would agree. (laughs) That's a fact, yes. Uh whatever it is, super here's the thing is I want Nyla to hook up with all of the people. Literally, it doesn't matter. Like, I found myself just watching this TV show and being like, whatever. <laughs> just do whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Literally, we're like on Science Island and I'm just like, literally any pairing of any of these people I would be okay with at this point. Except for maybe 100%. like Jackson Abbey and Clark Abbey. Other than that, go ahead. Yeah. Ship all the things. Genuinely, like, pick two people on Science Island and I'm like, Sure. Okay, um, Jackson and Luna. Okay. Uh, Amori and Clark. Okay. <laughs> uh, Murphy and Rowan. <laughs> okay. 
Actually, I would watch the hell out of that. Oh my god. <laughs> Murphy and Abby. Okay. Yo, we'll get to this and like but like Roan and Miller are just like standing over there, like at the beginning, just like together, just like right beside each other and like staring off into the middle distance. And I'm like, guys, hang out more. Start a boy band. Yes. Liter Brittany. What? I love boy bands. <laughs> so Whoa. much. This is brand new information. Wow. Can you imagine boy band? Suchin, Zach McGowan, Jared, Richard, Bob. Oh my god, best boy band in the world. Um, yeah. What and then Chris called, just like sitting off into the corner. He's playing the ukulele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're not even on Science Island yet, so let's move on to Second Dawn, shall we? Whoops! Listen, this is a different type of boy band with uh, Monty, Kane, and Jaha. Yeah! Yeah. Okay, so Nyla has this thing, says, from the earth we will grow, from the ashes we will rise. So that's a thing. Theme statement, take a shot. Okay, I want to talk about the fact that Jaha said, that's what I would do. Oh, I want to talk about this too. Yes, okay, go. Let me just, okay, I'm just going to context it up. Okay. Pretty much what happened was, he's saying, I would totally do that too. Like, make a decoy bunker. So that all the cool people can come into, like, the actual bunker. Mm-hmm. So, mm, so Jaha's saying that he, w- he would kill a bunch- Talk about it. It's Jaha in the lottery all over again. Yeah. It's constant, you know, um, he's a magician, right? Like, he's gonna, he's gonna have you concentrate on one hand while he does the actual trick in his other. Like, that's, that's Jaha's. He's gonna yeah. manipulate- all of the people around him to get what he wants. So he says, yeah, I would do that because that's exactly what he did on the Ark. I have an imagine. Okay, I'm ready. But, it, I mean, this comes a little bit later in the second dawn. Uh-huh. Like, but I just don't want to forget it. Okay. I think it's really funny. I thought of it last night. Here we go. Okay. Close your eyes. I'm ready. They're closed. Okay. Right before the bombs are going to hit. Mm-hmm. Bill Cadigan mm-hmm. climbs down his little ladder, closes the okay. door, uh-huh. and comes in and sits right in the middle of his giant bunker. Mm-hmm. Cross-legged, you know, crisscross applesauce. Of course. And he looks up and goes, well, any minute now, all of my friends will come. And only the cleverest people are invited who can figure out my super secret clue. So any minute now... I should have a bunch of friends in here that are only the smartest and only the best people to have in my bunker. But his clue is so difficult <laughs> that no one ever shows up. I he sits in his him. bunker for 97 years by himself. I was legitimately raging about this last night. Like, only the cleverest people could get in. I'm like, not everyone is a Ravenclaw. <laughs> you need all the houses to have an actual society. Yeah, you can't just have... Like, Ravenclaws and Slytherins. That's not how it works. But, like, can you imagine? (laughs) He's just like, soon all the cool people will show up. And then he hears the bombs and is just like, mmm. Yikes. That might have been a slight miscalculation on my part. (laughs) Whoops. He calls Becca like, yo. Yo, I messed up real bad. (laughs) She's like, not again, Bill. (laughs) Okay. 
I want them to be like estranged, like husband and wife. I want this to be a sitcom. <laughs> Another thing that I noticed about this scene is that um, Jaha says uh, something about a corporate logo, and he's talking about the infinity sign. And that's mm-hmm. what Murphy said in season three to Titus when he was yeah. all tied up. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pointing out a parallel. That's it. But I'm pretty sure, isn't that the first time someone's acknowledged that it's an infinity sign? Oh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's an infinity sign. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the first time anyone's actually said that. I think so, too. I don't remember hearing that anywhere else. My husband, Kane, is just so smart, you know? smart guy. Speaking of, Jaha goes, we need thinkers, not fighters. And he's like, so, let's bring the three thinkers I can think of. (laughs) I mean... Me, Kane, and Monty. All the other ones are on Science Island. It checks True. out to me. All right, but let's talk about how flippin' hilarious this is. Okay. So in the next scene, Monty says they need an engineer. Ugh, yep. Jaha's an engineer. That's why Jaha was on the list and not Monty. So... They need Monty, yep. but Monty wasn't smart enough to get on the list, but they need an engineer, but Jaha's an engineer. Yep. So what's the truth, Oprah Dog Gif? <laughs> thanks, Obama. You know what? It should be thanks, Jaha. Thanks, Jaha. Hashtag thanks, thanks Jaha. Jaha. Cute. Harper is drunk. Hashtag Marper. Yep. So I think that... Whatever Marper, whatever Marper, whatever Harper's going through is really in character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been through a lot of stuff, but she was directly responsible for someone dying and had to watch them die. Right. I personally, this makes perfect sense for me, for Harper's character. Yeah. No, I agree. I've seen some people go, oh, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, yeah, it does. No, I see it. It makes a sad amount of sense. She says, I'll be here if you get back. And I remember last night, like midnight, I go, ooh. Both of my parents are asleep. But, but I'm downstairs <laughs> going, ooh, snap. Uh, okay, so you're not worried that that was really uh, on-the-nose foreshadowing? You know what? That just occurred to me, and uh, I'm going to go with no because I refuse to think that. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. You can be in my denial squad cool. with Abby and Raven. Awesome. Okay, so then they get to Polis, and Indra is apparently their buddy, which I get Kane's thinking about how they'd be dead if she wasn't, so I get that, and then she punches him in the face. Kane, he just makes me sad. He's just such a little gullible sunflower. (laughs) Which is like, the tactician that he is, I feel like, I don't know where that guy went from the arc, but... He's gone so far in the other direction that he now doesn't see these things coming. Or he does, but he thinks everything's going to be okay. This poor tiny puppy dog. Yeah, I just, I feel bad for him. He's doing his best. He's trying his hardest. And people literally keep punching him in the face. (laughs) It's like, either Indra's clocking him or Bellamy's, you know. Clocking him in, in his heart. Oh, Kane. Sad. Sad, very upset, but also, you idiot. Obviously she was going to be upset. Uh, Indra says, as the ally of my enemy, you are my enemy, which, shout out to my mom, she 
figured was similar to something that Kane and Lincoln said in season one about bringing the Reapers in, which was the enemy of my enemy enemy is is my my friend. friend. Yep. Yeah. So that's a thing. And then Kane goes, listen, Indra, radiation doesn't discriminate. (laughs) Don't! Between Trikru and Asgeta, it takes and it takes and it takes. Because they just keep saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it while they keep saying it. All right. I mean, he has a great point, though, is grounders are always... And I don't know... I don't quite know where the that societal divide comes from. Mm-hmm. But grounders are always about uh, their people before anyone else's people. Yeah. Even when they're all about to die. Yeah. But at least Indra is completely honest about it. Mm-hmm. She it, like whereas a lot of people keep kind of trying to say that they're not about that like <clears throat> Rowan <laughs> who says well you're not thinking about everyone and Clark's like dude neither are you neither are you <laughs> yeah excuse you so at least Indra is very honest about her motivations I respect her right once they get into the room with Gaia mm-hmm. and she has this tattoo thing full on. That was the tattoo on Titus's head, right? Yeah. But, like, why does she have the tattoo? Is it so that she could look at it? Because, if so, Titus made a mistake <laughs> at his tattoo placement <laughs> choices. <laughs> you imagine him just sitting there, like, with a mirror, like, trying to look at it? It's like me trying to look at the back of my hair backwards. after I curled it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Lexa! Lexa doesn't look good, and Lexa's like... I literally want to kill you. I do not care in the slightest. Okay, so there's this moment where they enter the room, and then it's like medium close on Gaia, medium close on on Monty. And like, it ended up being like, Monty's like, look, a ta- her tattoo. But like, the way that they shot it was like, here's Gaia, here's Monty, they're the same age. Ooh, what's gonna happen? Okay, but like, that was actually why I figured they had to use Monty. Oh my god, like, that was, like, my first thought. I was just like, but, but Harper. No, my thing was that they couldn't have, like, a hashtag team adults scene without also involving, like, someone under 20. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. that's why they had to bring Monty. <laughs> I was like, okay. But also then, like, he's like, look, a tattoo, and I'm like, okay. Did we, um... Okay, guys. Did we see what's on the tattoo other than... The symbol? Um, I feel like... I didn't take a hu- a super close look at it, but I'm sure somebody on Twitter did. Well, I've been I've been trying to look at it, but, um, you know, even on Netflix, it's not HD enough, but I'd be really interested to see what the 12 sort of seals were. Right. Because all I can kind of see is sort of little decorations that they might look like the um, symbols that the different clans use. Mm-hmm. But I can't really tell. Right. We shall see. Okay, so here's another thing about owing people. Like, there's more things mm-hmm. about owing things. Like, with Clark and Murphy in the other thing where Murphy's like, I saved your life, you have to say, like, help me. And then this being like, we helped you get the flame, now you owe us or whatever. Yeah. So that's just a thing to point out. Repaying people for things. We learn that where it is is the crypt of Becca... And Indra says that alliances aren't going to matter and they're starting to break down. And she doesn't even mean the alliance between them and 
as Geta, she kind of means the alliance between Kane and Indra. Yeah. She's like, our friendship is in serious danger right now, boo. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, bro, you best be doing something to fix this. Or we're over. Remember when they hugged? I do. That was nice. Let's go back to that simpler time. Yeah. When they were yeah. best friends. Hashtag Kendra. When they get there, the seal of the king works. Just like it did with Farm Station Asgeta. Did not think it was going to work, to be honest. Me neither, and I'm always surprised when it does. Kind of thought Kane was going to get hit in the face. But I mean, Asgeta respects Asgeta. And that's why I thought it was going to be really upsetting when it didn't this time. Yeah. Because I was like, it worked last time. And then, can we just talk about Indra? Indra season two being like, we don't even touch those. To Indra season four being like, let's shoot everyone. Give me all of your weapons. So, but this isn't the first time Indra's used a gun, right? This is the second time. Yeah, I believe it's the second time. Because she used it in the season three finale, I want to say. Um, I don't know for sure, but that sounds right. Which, it, it honestly makes me sad. Because mm-hmm. Indra's kind of had to slowly lose all aspects of her tree crew identity slash grounder identity. And this is just another one of them now. Right. But at the same time, having Gaia's beliefs justified also gives more legitimacy to like the entire grounder mythology. Mm-hmm. So, Indra's crisis of faith is actually low-key really interesting. And my mom wanted to point out also that the fact that she shoots all of them and then Kane's like, they were letting us pass, is reminiscent of another thing in season one when they're on the bridge talking to Anya and it was all going to work out and then Jasper shoots everybody and Finn's like, it was working. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing. But did we know the room... Where it happens. You're welcome. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep, yep, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> Keep going, yep. The room that was f- that they go to, which is full of tech. Yeah. That's Becca's crypt? I think Becca's crypt is the, the thing that they couldn't open. Is the hatch. Oh, okay, because I was interpreting it to be um, the pod that said Polaris on it. No, I think that she was just saying that Salvation Lives Within was a reference to the pod. Okay. But not that she was in there. Okay. Because I think, didn't, like, Amori hide in there in season three or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, people had been climbing all over that thing. <laughs> You're like, gross. There's a, there's a dead commander in there. <laughs> uh, Monty says, like, Ron will think this is us, and then we learn Echo will probably send reinforcements. Yeah, there's going to be some serious repercussions for this one. Yeah. Because no one else uses bullets. Right. Which I think maybe Indra knew to punish Sky Crew. Oh, Indra. Hmm. What was that? That was the sitcom music. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, um, that was funny. Classic Indra. Oh, They all look into the into the camera with like the like with the arms where it's like shrugging you know which arms i'm talking Uh you can't see me that's why but i'm doing it and they just look into the and they make a funny face and go but i don't do yeah (laughs) that i think sometimes you and i forget that podcasting is an audio form (laughs) no i know i'm always doing things with my arms and i'm like no one knows 
But, okay, so all this stuff is underneath all this broken tech. What happened to the tech robbers? I don't know. Did they die because Black Rain? Like, I thought they were kind of all planning... They wanted to destroy the flame. But, um, weren't they all kind of planning on burning all the things? Hmm. I I don't know the answer. Me either. Why don't we ask our buddy Ilian? Oh, wait! Oh, wait! Where is he? Mm-hmm. Alas. The thing says salvation lies within, which is what we kind of started talking about, but it's like not even salvation lies within this bunker. Salvation lies within yourself, and you just have to find it. There's so many, so much talk of salvation in this show, but mm-hmm. I still think my favorite quote is Cain in season one uh, when he's mm-hmm. about to sacrifice himself. And right. um, he takes Abby's hand and he very gently tells her salvation comes at a price. Ugh. And I feel like that's 100%. Like, I know the themes of this season are all over the place and there's a bazillion of them, but I think that's the true theme of this season. Mm-hmm. End of the whole show. Salvation comes at a price. Right. That's it. That's all I have. Okay. You know what I thought was weird? What? Jaha calling Monty Mr. Green. <laughs> I Like, I forget that Monty has a last name sometimes. Just because no one ever uses it. Mr. Green, and I was like, Mr. Green. Yes, Mr. Green. <laughs> Where's Professor Plum? <laughs> <laughs> right, though? So, Jaha is just like... I, I just don't understand. He's like... Oh, yes. Um, this is the twelfth bunker. I will use my eleventh thing. It must work. And I'm like, we've already learned that that's not how it works, buddy. By the way, this is really cool. Like, I just want to say this plotline, so Indiana Jones, so cool. Yep. So excited about it. But the minute I saw that circle, I was like, Jaha's gonna pr- try and put that key in. And I already can see that it's too small for this. It's so funny, though. Absolutely. Because, like, my my first thought was that, like, each seal gets smaller. (laughs) And, like, you know, the first seal is just, like, this, like, plate you carry around. It's really inconvenient. It doesn't fit in your purse. Exactly. So, my question is, do you think that every single level actually had a key in it if anyone was clever enough to figure it out? Um... My first thought is no, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, like, the whole way the second dawn worked, like, that you and I figured out was that you had to pay a huge amount of money to get in, and then you had to pay even more money to keep climbing up the ranks, so... Yeah. Like, because, okay, (laughs) I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but, like, imagine Shaggy from Scooby-Doo has one of these plates. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? And he's like, zoinks, and drops it into a fire, and then he's allowed in? (laughs) Right? I hate you. But, like, exactly. He shouldn't be allowed in. He, yes, he should. He earned it. Okay, here are my thoughts. These are reasons why Shaggy from Scooby-Doo should not be allowed in the bunker. Okay. Takes up too much food. Okay. Probably smokes way too much weed. Exactly. You know, there's not a whole lot of air coming through there. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's gonna be rough. Uh, takes his dog everywhere. Yeah, you gotta, now you gotta feed the dog. Yeah, exactly. 
You know, just a whole bunch of issues that, like, that's why this irrelevant character can't come. Upside, though, he does always wear the same outfit, so you wouldn't have to worry about, like, clothing him. True. Yeah. And he does run pretty fast, just takes him a bit to get going. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there might be some merit. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. So, so let's, let's get back on track, I think. <laughs> Never. So, um, they can't get the hatch open. So here's what I'm thinking. Maybe there should be, like, a little thing where, like, the light comes on. What? I'm making a Lost reference. Oh, goddammit! Like, like the little circle, and then, like, a light comes on, so you know someone's down there, you know? So how much did you start laughing when you realized that there was a hatch and Henry and Cusick in the same room? Well, I was like, okay, cool, 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 until he got to go in it. Yep. And then I was like, I have no chill regarding this. (laughs) So, like, what's Desmond been up to since the island? This. He was up to this. He just went into another hatch. Yep. Exactly. So, Jaha says, like, you can go if you want, but I'm staying. Mm-hmm. And Monty says he's staying, too. Why do you think Monty decided to do that? I think this was actually really interesting looking at Monty's character, because I think Monty kind of super loves puzzles. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably why I would, like, I mean, if I wasn't in, like, immediate danger, but, like, bro, this is a, this is an escape room. Oh my god, it is an escape room! Yeah. Oh, world's most fun escape room, save for all the murder outside. Yeah, exactly. With real-world consequences. Gaia mentions that maybe they're not worthy, and that's why they can't go under, which is, like... Gaia. Who hurt you? Like, that's a Gaia thing to to say. Uh, And then we learn... That Monty's figured out because Monty's the bomb. Mm-hmm. And he uh, says, maybe it's an instruction, pink flames, which is kind of a parallel slash contrast to the green flames last season. Once you solve a clue in the hundred, you get to see cool fire. Yeah, exactly. Question, Jaha has these gloves. Where did he get those? Listen, it's not up to us to question the ways of Thelonious Jaha. Okay. We just must accept he and his weird cult leader ways. Okay. I also want to give a huge shout out to the props department. Yes. And the set department for this set. So freaking cool. So cool. Love it. And then my next note just says Desmond into Hatch, which is just exciting. <laughs> That's new for him. Usually he's uh, emerging out of them. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So once we get down there, there are space suits. Yes, there are. And I think it was, I think it was Sarah who brought this up. Mm-hmm. Where, Oscar Mike on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Who, um, when Becca came down and we saw her flashback, there were people in those suits just like that who came to greet her. Yep. And it's the, so, it's the exact same suit that Becca came down in, which is that orangey, like, Doctor Who type yeah. suit. So that's a thing. Also, my question. In the other bunker, we saw all the dead bodies. Like, we knew where they were. Mm-hmm. Where are these people? That's why, like, my headcanon of him just sitting by himself is, like, a thing. Because there's no one else there. And- he would deserve that because, honestly, it is diabolical to do that to people. Yeah. But, okay, so I have, like, this thing okay, where, uh, like, and this is discussed a lot on Twitter, but I feel like everyone in that bunker was never actually supposed to be living in that bunker. I feel like they're in cryostasis. Mm, okay, yeah, so they're all just in their rooms chilling. Yeah, I think they're all Literally in chilling? Oh! <laughs> I hate you. I didn't even mean to do that. That was awesome. The the joke's too funny. Sorry. The joke's too funny. I'm here. Too much. I'm coming to arrest you. Okay. All right. 
Jackson and Abby talked about how they put um, the miners in cryostasis and injected them all with night blood to survive radiation. So, listen, what if some of the people in cryostasis in the bunkers are night bloods? Ooh. Just saying. Okay, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep, I like it. Yeah. See, I have a really hard time, like, figuring, like, trying to guess what happens next because it just hurts my brain. Oh, I love it. I have so much fun. There's just so up. many options that I'm like, ah. Yeah. So good thing you have stuff because I don't. <laughs> it's, I love But the it. other thing I did have was that there are numbers on the doors. Yeah. And the one that they go into is number eight. And you know what number eight is? One of the lost numbers. It's one of the lost numbers. So if anyone's confused... One of the, all of the lost numbers are 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42. And, yup, that's a lost number. Yeah, they're also tattooed on Robin's body in case anyone ever forgets. Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> I have nothing they else to They are tattooed on her body. <laughs> Sometimes I have to check to make sure <laughs> that I'm getting the right number. Yep, that's an 8. It's only episode 8. This is, what's going to go wrong in the bunker? Yeah, something's got to go wrong. If there's one theme of this season, it's it's kind of like um, when you're watching someone do hurdles. It's like, this is all these characters. And the whole plot of the season, which is low-key starting to drive me absolutely insane. I'm going to be straight with you. Yeah. They're running hurdles, and then suddenly a brick wall appears in front of the hurdler, and they just, <laughs> into the brick wall. You know what this is? Hmm. The show is Wiley e. Coyote, and the writers are the Roadrunner. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's how we are. It's Lucy in the football. It's Wiley e. Coyote. Like we're all we're we're being played constantly, and I'm getting tired. Yep. I'm honestly, I'm getting tired. <laughs> okay, okay. Imagine, imagine. Uh huh. Bellamy, with his giant backpack, trying to do hurdles, and then just like <laughs> tripping over every single one of them. <laughs> It's like, why can't I do them? And Clark's like, does you have a backpack on, idiot? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Science Island? Science Island. Okay, okay. The first thing I wanted to point out was that Abby is out here checking vitals like she was in season one. I'm so proud of my baby. Yep, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I want? Hmm. I want Jackson's point of view on all of this. So do I. Jackson and Miller. Because he seems to have a lot of, like, he's doing a lot, but I don't know how he feels about it. And I would like to. Yeah, I definitely want to know that. Because he doesn't really have a problem going up against Abby, but he seems to be following Abby on this one. Yeah. He knows, like, it needs to get done, but, like, what does Jackson think? Yeah. So, some numbers that we've got. So, 850 is when we would start to see symptoms in people who aren't nightbloods. Mm-hmm. 2,000 is the level of black rain, so yikes. Yep. Um, 200, or 2,500 is the one where it gets really bad and he dies. Yikes. So that's the thing. So, that death was real rough, by the way. Yeah, it was. But someone on Twitter mentioned that, like, it's nice because it makes it a little less gory because the blood isn't the usual blood color. That's a good point. Yeah, I honestly felt better about it than if I would than I would if it had been red blood. That is a completely good point. Yeah. Yeah. Less gory. The next time we see them, they're cleaning the chamber, and he has the stones of his ancestors. So I guess that's a thing that Rockline does. Mm -hmm. I have questions about this, though. Hmm. So 
do they just like burn their ancestors and then everybody gets like a little bit to put on their bracelet yeah okay to make jewelry i actually like think it's really cool Okay, yeah, because, like, I'm sitting here being like, how did you fit your entire grandfather into into that thing? And also, why are you the only one who gets your grandfather? No, Why doesn't your other people get your grandfather? That's no fair. And so I thought, oh. Oh, you're so pretty. They must just get pieces. Gotcha. Oh, my God. Anyway, so we learned about this additive that that was in it, and that's why it didn't work. Abby's science brain, once again. Question, though, Mm -hmm. does Luna have this additive that they can't take out? Um. Um. Because I, for some reason, when I was watching that, I was like, yeah, this is the manufactured Nightblood. It's not. No. Uh, does our blood have that in it? I don't know. What's it called? Uh, some science name. That doesn't help! I, I, you expected me to remember it? Well, I remember tiny characters, not science names. You hang on a second. Okay. Sodium polyethanol sulfonate? Sodium poly... Poly... Ethanol... Sulfonate. Sulfonate. Uh, these are big words. (laughs) Okay, no, no, no. You and I are being stupid, though. I'm an art student. No, we're being stupid because Nightblood was manufactured in the first place. So this was something that Becca manufactured. Yes, okay, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. So anyway, that doesn't work. But But either way, Luna Luna still has it, though. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Okay, so that's an issue. So, um, Bayless was Sangetta Crew. Which, what's Sangetta Crew again? Which one's that? It's the, the Sand People. Okay, I mean, I could have guessed that, but I didn't. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then Amori's like, he's a thief, he probably took him. And Roan's like, oh, gotcha. You thought we were all sky people, huh? Yeah, you thought we were all so easily fooled? Nuh-uh. <laughs> and he, has, he doesn't have the marks of Sangetta Crew. You come at the game, um, you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> then Amori says, John, take out the machine. And this is a foreshadowing, especially because the, the like, Im- instrument that Amori picked up is the same yeah. thing that Abby ends up using. Which I think is fascinating because, you know, obviously what Abby did was incredibly morally ambiguous slash girl, but, you know, Amori and Murphy are about to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So. And then Murphy and Miller have a moment and I'm like, but you guys are best friends. Um, Sorry. What else? Okay, uh, so they lock up Murphy and Amori, and how interesting is it that Murphy is begging? Murphy does not do that. Nope. So, like, this is cool. He begs to Clark, he begs to Raven, and he begs to Miller later. Listen, like, not to be that person, but this is Kane in season two finale. Oh. (laughs) I mean, am I wrong, though? I'm sad! Yep. Okay. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Love you, too. Uh, Luna refuses to let them use her bone marrow anymore. Good! And her hip is hurting. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm on your team, friend. 
Then he says, I don't want to fight you. And she says, you have no choice, remember? What does that mean? Well, it's like the whole theme of like what Abby and Clark are doing, right? Is Abby oh, says, okay. we always oh, have a choice. Gotcha. And Clark's like, we have no choice. You know, Clark and Rowan are so similar in that retrospect. Yeah. So, oh, man, the thing that cracked me up about this fight with Luna is that they had to have Luna have um, an injury from her bone marrow, like, to sort of be weaker in order for Rowan to take her down. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no doubt in my mind that Luna could have taken Rowan's in any fight. And I thought that she was faking when he, when she passed out. I thought she was faking because that, like, then it would be another parallel to what Clark did in, like, beginning of season three. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so I thought that's what was happening. And then, you know, Raven brings up Mount Weather, which, like, yes, very clear parallel, yes. Yeah, I was kind of um, disappointed that they didn't explore that parallel more, considering Raven and Abby were the two that we saw Yeah, that were all so, like, brutally affected by what happened in Mount Weather. But, you know, at the same time, Raven and Abby feel really off to me in this episode, but obviously I guess it's because they're both suffering from, like, brain issues. Yeah. I don't know. Um, notice how Abby took two syringes of night blood. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. Because they only use one. Right? So they should have another one. Yeah. Um, and then they bring up, first we survive, then we find our humanity again. Which is what Kane said to Abby. Yep. Yep. Cute. Then, Roan and Clark. Okay. <laughs> Roan is always doing these sort of things. He opens the door and he leans up. He he leans. Did you see this lean yes. that he did? Yes. And he's like, hi there. <laughs> Rowan walks into any space and owns the space. Um, I really like the quote where he said, certainties a uh, luxury leaders can't afford. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. Um, they say Clark is born to be a leader. Is this a foreshadowing for Clark taking the flame? Yeah, I think it serves two purposes. Is One, it's to remind us strongly of what Lexa's legacy is mm-hmm. and how she affected Clark because she told Clark that Clark was born for this as well. Yeah. Um, in season two. And then two, like, obviously, like, Commander Clark, right? Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of how anyone feels about it, I feel like it's definitely heading in that direction. Yeah. And she says, did you come to make me feel better? And he said, it's never been his strength. So, like, that's sweet. But he did, though. He did come up to make her feel better, though. Good guy, Rowan. So, Amori gave up. And notice how they're giving up their, like, survival moves and their, like, for each other. Mm-hmm. Shout out to mom for giving me that one. <sighs> I'm sad. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, these are some things that we kind of already talked about. Um, yeah, so, Clark... Owes Murphy, and I really like this line because he says, last time you saved us, I was busy saving you. And it's like, yes, love it. Is he next? And he says, like, that he loves her. And it's nice because then Raven, like, stands up for her and everything, but she's not awake to hear it. No. Um, But I think she knows it. Yeah, I hope she does. And she knows that Clark did, so that's nice. But, like, here's my problem with this entire situation Mm-hmm. No one, and this, this is, this is the most fascinating moral quandary is no one's actually putting up a fight except for the two that are affected and then Raven, but kind of half-heartedly. Right. Because everyone knows that this is something that kind of has to get done, even though it should not happen at all. And no one volunteers. 
Yeah. No one volunteers to take Amori's place. Which no. kind of tells you everything you need to know about all the people in that room. Yep. I mean, I think, I feel like two people kind of can't volunteer, which is what, Raven and Abby, because of their brain thing, right? Like. And Jackson probably can't volunteer. Because they need the doctor. Do you think he would? I don't know. Apparently not. But I kind of thought that maybe Jackson would. Maybe Jackson knows that he's important. That he, they, like, need him. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, on, on the other hand, like, if that, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't. Yeah, but that's the great thing about this, this sort of entire storyline is it makes you go, what would I do in this situation? Yeah. And it, it makes you face some really ugly things about yourself because... Especially when you see what Abby does later, I can't say that I wouldn't do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. I can't say that I wouldn't be a Maureen Murphy or Abby trying to destroy that machine because it was going to take someone that I loved. I can't say I wouldn't be that person. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really interesting, but it also makes me really sad. <laughs> uh, did you see my funny tweet? Which tweet? I thought it was really funny because Murphy says, if she dies, you die. And Clark just goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Death, death. Yeah. yeah. Well, one head. Sure. Cool, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so Abby can't do it, and then Clark does it. She injects herself mm -hmm. because she bears it so they don't have to. Because this show is just filled with that. I'm, I'm really glad she did that. Me too. Because everything that all of those people were doing, dangerously close to irredeemable. Yeah. I like I was sitting on the couch going, how am I supposed to keep rooting for these characters when they're being this disgusting? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get yeah. like a little bit of that, that reprieve with Raven because Raven protests with Abby because she can't do it. And then Clark by taking the Nightblood. Thank God. And it's interesting that because there are more characters than just Clark who do like Clark's the only one who says I bear it so they don't have to. But other characters do do this sort of thing. Um, Lex has done it. Jaha's done it. Kane has done They've it. They've all done it. Yeah. Like, Abby so, prepare, was ready to get floated in season one. Yeah, or exactly. Monty helped take down the mountain. Mm -hmm. They they all mm -hmm. make these decisions, but Clark sort of appoints herself as that person. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, she kind of had to be because no, no one else was doing it. Yeah. Which is rough. So... She says, we're testing me. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't actually get her test. So, like, is that coming? I don't know. I think it's a great way for Clark to be a Nightblood so she can take the flame. Yep. Um, so now two hours later, it's worked, and Mamori has been left let out mm -hmm. of their cage. <laughs> so that's nice. Yep. Um, Abby talked about how she saw her vision and then breaks the thing and says she can't lose her. And that's reminiscent of the first episode when she's just like, you will want to take care of other people. Yep. But I can't lose you too. And it's also right. the conversation she has with Kane where she tells him that she can't lose him like she lost Jake. Yeah. There's, yeah. Abby is an, is an empathetic, loving person. And the interesting thing here is that Abby makes a huge decision that could potentially be a mistake. We still don't know, depending on whether or not it was justified. But Clark would not do that for Abby. Yeah. Like, Clark brought up this season that she let Abby hang. Mm -hmm. Whereas Abby be could have doomed them all for Clark. So I think that's an interesting look because they've had such a reversal in their parent-child dynamic where Clark is now the one who is comforting Abby. Yeah. Um, which Eliza talked about a little bit at Unity Days. 
mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that there would be sort of a reversal in their relationship. So I'm really interested in it, but at the same time, it just makes me sad. Um, do you have anything else for Science Island, or should we move on to our segments? Um, I just love Memori so much. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, I love them so much. Mm-hmm. And if I were a Mori, I would hate all of those people. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Done with cool. them. Uh, now it's time for our segment. So my first segment is called the Post-Apocalyptic Sasquatch. And this week, uh, the Sasquatch goes to Jasper for... At all, but I'm just gonna say it. I don't miss mosquitoes. I miss them. And my honorable mention also goes to Jasper Jordan for... Too many funerals, too little time. <laughs> That was a good choice. My segment is CGSW, the Clark Griffin shower watch. Um, still showered, still clean. Yeah. Did her yeah. hair. Um, mm-hmm. proud of her. Yeah. New outfit. Yeah. She's doing good. I'm proud of her. Pretty sweet. Yeah. And uh, my other segment is called the Most Valuable Protagonist Award. And this week's MVP is Monty for figuring it out. Um, so yeah, high key Monty, but low key Jaha. I just really didn't want to give it to Jaha. But we must give it to Jaha. Yeah. Your turn. And my final segment is the Marcus Kane beard appreciation. Good beard. Good beard. Good beard. Good beard. Reminiscent Good. of lost beard. Because it was yes. near a hatch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love it. Yeah. And there's right. no Rowan and Echo makeup power because Echo, once again, missing. Alas. Yeah. Uh, trailer? Ah, uh, trailer. I will. Okay, trailer reaction in three, two, one, play. Okay. It's April 26th, because God hears Okay, us. so they're down in the bunker. Clark, Clark's is back in the bunker. Jaws back Riley. Up. So they're all gathering people to go back to the bunker, right? Make no mistake, you choose to stay and you're choosing death. What's been Riley? Okay, wait. Yeah, yeah it does. she does have something around her Someone's neck. kidnapped Clark again. Okay, okay, okay. I have so many words. So, Robin. About that thing I'm not on done. Jasper's I'm not done. hand. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay, I have a lot of feelings, but like... <laughs> okay, the, the main thing that I want to talk about is what's on Jasper's hand. So DNR is the name of the next episode. It stands for Do Not Resuscitate, mm-hmm. uh, which already just makes me the most sad. But what this is, is a Not Penny's Boat. And if you are not familiar with Lost, I won't... I won't spoil i don't know how to not spoil (laughs) the end of season three for this um but okay i'm just gonna see what it looks like if i search not penny's boat someone that's like a huge spoiler on their hand yeah okay so pretty much what happens is it's a character writing something on their hand which is already a not penny's boat but it makes it even more of a not penny's boat when you put it to glass yeah for someone else to read. And then Henry and Cusick somewhere around there. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, this is a Not Penny's Boat, and it's, like, one of the big lost things, so it's exciting. It's exciting, but it's also sad, because, I I mean, that writing's on Jasper's hand, isn't it? <laughs> it's not on the wall, it's on Jasper's hand. We know what's going to happen. Thank you so much for listening this week. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of Riverdale, it is finally back, so we will be talking about that show soon. And we also have our Lost podcast. We have recorded the second episode, and I am currently editing it, so that's a thing. You can follow The Aficionados on Twitter at, at @theafficionados. You can tweet us with anything you'd like us to discuss, or you'd like to yell at us, because, you know, that's fun too. Sometimes we're dumb, and we need to be corrected. Almost all the time we're dumb. <laughs> our Facebook page is facebook.com slash theafficionados. 
And our Patreon, uh, we have set up to help us with a whole bunch of server costs. And we shout out one donor this week. Um, and it is Sam, who is Sam Casey's on Twitter. Um, I happen to be dating her. No big deal. Um, she Sam is my big sister. She is. I love Sam. Sam actually adopted Robin at Unity Days. Um, yeah. She writes reviews for The 100. They are so good at Telltale TV. So go check them out. Um, the actors and the show writers have shouted her out. So, you know, she's kind of a big deal. And I like her a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little. And our website is theafficionados.com. Things will be happening there. Things and stuff. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Britannia with two T's and an underscore at the end. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Pretty much everywhere. And I also run at the 100 script. And we're in the middle of Blood Must Not Have... Wait, Blood Must Have Blood Part 2? Blood part Must one? Have Blood man words are hard either way we're over there and we're tweeting every line of the hundred and it's fun um we will be back in three weeks because the cw hates us <laughs> for yep. uh dnr it's three weeks away but in the meantime we mm -hmm. are going to be interviewing louisa and i'm very excited yes. to talk to her about this episode holy crap yeah, last episode and this episode were really, really good for her. Yeah. And our link is on our Twitter. So please go over there, fill out the survey, and ask a question because we want to hear from you and we want to ask her your questions because we know you want to talk to her. All the Amori thoughts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Okay, bye. Bye.